0: welcome back to copy trader so this week on twitter i saw an interesting tweet by someone and in that tweet the question was asked what's wrong with buying stocks that are going up and i thought about it for a few seconds and i thought this is an interesting tweet and that tweet is going to guide me in stock picks for this week but before that i'm going to go through price action and i'm going to start again with bitcoin which has changed a little bit from last week so from this chart that uptrend we've been in is still in play this is that uptrend but on the short term bitcoin has corrected And now it seems to have found a bottom here, and it seems to be bouncing off that bottom. So long-term, it's still an uptrend, but short-term price has bounced off 10,130, and it's now moving back into the cloud. So I kept mentioning this level in the previous weeks. Because this level is where this consolidation, this whole consolidation of price here, that's where it took place. And that consolidation formed a channel and the top of the channel was 10,134 or 130. And the bottom of that channel is 8,561. So price has bounced off that support which is below the cloud and now it's making its way back into the cloud, so overall I can't read much into this and the reason for that is what I'm seeing here is this whole region here is like another channel, it's not a very good channel because of all this space in between. But until price takes out this high, this high here Bitcoin is not continuing the uptrend So once this high is taken out, then this uptrend is back in motion But as long as that high is not taken out, then Bitcoin is just in a range So it's very possible, the way I'm saying this, that Bitcoin will come back down to retest this level And then bounce back up and then make its way up. That's just speculation. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Anyway, that's all for Bitcoin. The next one is gold. Gold has been very interesting because it hasn't really done much since last week. There is this consolidation that has formed a symmetrical triangle. Now that triangle is completely filled, which means what's next for gold is a breakout. And from what the Fed chairman said on Thursday, rates will remain at zero till 2023. That could be bullish for gold. That could be very bullish for gold. So if that turns out to be a bullish tailwind for gold, then we could see a breakout here out of this symmetrical triangle. If that doesn't happen, if it breaks down, then the levels I'm watching are, and this is spot gold, 18.04. That's this level here below the Ichimoku cloud. If that doesn't hold next level, 17.51 if that does not hold which i seriously doubt because that level is the top of this range for gold consolidation here so if this level doesn't hold then price goes down to 16.80 that's like a worst case scenario it's very likely one of these levels will hold so next week i'm watching out for this part in here breaking out so this is the prevailing trend it's an uptrend and then consolidation into a symmetrical triangle what is most likely to happen is a continuation of the trend just this breakout to the upside but you never know what's gonna happen so that's, that's all for gold next is S&P so S&P 500 there's not much to really analyze here from this high this all-time high price has entered a correction and it has broken below this level the first level at 3,400 so that has broken we're still hanging around that level breaking it then we're going above it and coming back down but overall that level has broken. The next level is 32.15 so price is not there yet but it's making its way there so once we get there if that level does not hold I suspect it's gonna hold if it doesn't hold next level is 3,000 or 3,011 This should hold. If this doesn't hold, then there's something really serious going on. So all I'm doing now is I'm watching for price to come down to 32. This is not price, by the way. It's an index. 32.15. That's what I'm waiting for. That's all I'm waiting for. Just get down to 32.15 so I can start buying. If it now breaks below that level, I wonder if I'll have enough cash left to buy here because it's very tempting to spend all the cash buying stocks here. Okay, so that's price action done. Now I want to look at market breadth. I'm gonna start with the advanced decline line. Now this advanced decline line is very straightforward, just like price action. This is the SPY. And I'm going to turn on my um, my pen, I have a new pen I'm going to be using, I'm going to use uh, red color Yeah, okay, so this is price, that's the high and then price has formed a low here But if you look closely, this is the low price has broken that low to form a lower low. I think I should switch this to black, right? I'm going to use black color. Yeah, black is good. So, this is the swing low here. Price has broken below that low, has formed a lower low. Now, this is interesting for many reasons. I'm going to trace this all the way down, see if I can do a good job of this. Not so straight, but not too bad. So this is the cumulative advance decline line for the New York Stock Exchange. Common stock only. And you can see this is that high here, correlating to this high in the SPY. So we have farmed a low here a lower high here but the ad line has not formed a lower low so stocks in the new york stock exchange are still holding up so what i will be if this is going to be a continuation of the downtrend next week that is if the correction continues next week what i want to see is i want to see this AD line break below this level then I know okay, the correction is continuing I need to watch my levels that is I want to see price going down to somewhere here 32.15 now moving on to the NASDAQ AD line it's almost the same story this is the high which corresponds to this price point in the SPY, this is the new low found by the AD line and the AD line has not broken this low. So I need to see the AD line break below this, like that, come down then I know okay, this correction is going to go on much further. If that doesn't happen, then it means maybe we're getting to the end of the correction. Now, this is the S&P 500. Large cap stocks are doing not too bad. It's the mega cap stocks. Apple, Google, Facebook, Microsoft. Those are the ones that are suffering in this correction. But if you look at this 80 line, it shows that the rest of the index is not doing too badly. As a matter of fact, this is a high here. The 80 line formed a higher high. And then it formed an equal low here. See, it doesn't break below this low. It does slightly, but not too much. And then it formed a lower high. But that 80 line needs to form a lower low, which I doubt it's going to do. I don't think that's going to happen. So next week, I want to see these AD lines for the New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, large caps forming lower lows for me to now see this correction continuing much further. That's what I need to see. Mid caps are not doing too well compared to large caps. Mid caps formed a lower low here and mid caps are about to form a lower low that will probably happen next week if the correction continues small caps form the lower low here but they did so well this week yeah, small caps were doing fine this week so next week I want to see a lower low for this correction to continue that will make me hold off on buying. So that's looking at the cumulative advanced decline line. Now I want to take another look at breadth using the percentage above the, the, the moving averages. If I use that I see something interesting here. I want to draw two parallels. I want to look at this. Let me bring back my pen. I'm gonna use red this time around. So what I want to look at is this region here So this was back in June Price from the high here And then there was a correction down to this level The amount of drawdown in June is very similar to the amount of drawdown That the index has made in September So this is the high This is The low Almost similar Very identical but if i look at the percentage of stocks that were above the 200 day moving average in june this is for the new york stock exchange it was about i'll say somewhere around 50 percent somewhere here when this pullback took place that percentage dropped down to as low as somewhere around 30. There were 30% of stocks above the 200-day moving average. Now compare that to September, the same amount of drawdown, but stocks have hardly moved. We still have 53% of stocks in the New York Stock Exchange above their 200-day moving average. So that's a very stark Contrast to what happened in June. So stocks are still, they're doing fine despite this correction. They're not collapsing like they did in June, which is a very good sign. What that simply means is what I've been saying for the past weeks. It's just the mega cap stocks. Tesla, Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Netflix, all those large cap stocks. They are the ones that are actually taking part in this correction. If I move down to the NASDAQ, this was June During the correction, percentage of stocks above the 200 D-moving average fell from around 55 down to I would say 40% This time around in September It's been flat, almost the same The decline is very very little large cap from 70% that percentage fell down to 40% in September it almost looks like it's actually advancing it's increasing almost but it's not so this is the resultant line so about 60% of stocks in the large cap S&P 500 are still above their 200 day moving average mid caps and small caps are not doing too well you can see there's a decline here but look at this compared to June 70% down to around 35% small caps from 60 down to 30 this time around just a small decline so what that is telling me is once the mega caps finish their correction the stock market will resume the uptrend that's what I am seeing from here from market breath okay that's over market breath now I want to go back to that tweet I was talking about what's wrong with buying stocks that are going up there's absolutely nothing wrong with buying stocks that are going up. Although to a value investor, it means they are not cheap, especially if these stocks are making new all-time highs or new 52 week highs. It means they are not cheap. So a value investor is looking for stocks that are cheap. I want to find stocks that are making new highs and if they're all-time highs, the better. So what I'm going to do for stock picks is, first of all, I want to find stocks outside the US and the reason for that is because if I compare the stock market, including the US, that's VEU, with the US large caps, this is what I see. There is a clear long-term trend of outperformance of the U.S. stock market but since September international stocks have been outperforming the U.S. stock market. So this correction we're witnessing is a U.S. stock market correction. That means there are stocks in other markets that are doing very well. I want to find those stocks. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to use one, two, three, about five lines of code. I want to search for stocks in the London Stock Exchange that are doing very well. Stocks that are making new 52-week highs. By the way, the the FTSE 100 is looking terrible at the moment. UK 100, let me pull that up this is the 100. it looks far worse than the S&P 500 so this was the bottom in March and then there was a recovery it formed this swing high and ever since then it has formed a low and then a lower high and a lower low another lower high another lower low now it has formed a lower high again and it looks like it's going to form a lower low again So. Overall, the index is not doing so well but it's not experiencing the correction that is taking place in the US. That's why the fact that this chart is not looking good, I can still find some pretty nice stocks here. So this is my code. Type is equal to stock and I'm going to disable this because I want to search for stocks in the London Stock Exchange. So exchange is LSE and I'm not looking for ETFs. So group is not ETF. I want to find stocks that have high daily volumes, at least 400,000 shares per day being traded. And I'm not just looking for stocks that are making new highs. I'm looking for stocks that have formed high after high after high. So I want Friday's close to be greater than Thursday's close and Thursday's close to be greater than Wednesday's close and Wednesday's close to be greater than Tuesday's close. And I want it to be making a new 52 week high. So that's my code. The codes that have this double slash have been disabled so they will not be activated so I'm gonna check the syntax make sure there are no errors there yep my the syntax is correct so I'm gonna run my scan and I get five results Thor Mining yeah that sounds like a mining company Okado Group, yeah, supermarket I know that, BGS, Bailey Ford, Shinipon. That sounds Japanese. Admiral Group Group and Experian. Okay, what I'm gonna do now is I'm going to I'm gonna examine these charts. First of all, let me check to make sure these stocks are on eToro. Start with THR. Alright, it's not on ETOR. This is the the most annoying thing about trading on eToro. You won't find all the stocks you need. Okado is on eToro. I know that for sure. BGS, BGS, not on eToro. Admiral Group, I think it's on eToro. ADM, there it is. Admiral Group and Experian. I'm pretty sure that's on eToro. XPN. Yeah, it is on eToro. So I have one, two, three, three three. Three stocks. So I'm going to ex- examine their price action. Start with... I'm going to disable this. OCDO. Now look at this chart. This is what I'm talking about what a beautiful chart gonna zoom into the monthly look at this i love this IPO it was flat and then straight up beautiful chart anyway this is a nice beautiful chart so what this looks like to me is there was an uptrend here, and then price began to consolidate here, forming a channel that's between 2250 and 1908. There was a brief period, well, not a brief period. This is about from May till August. That's about three months of consolidation. And then it broke out of that and then pulled back retested the support and then continuation of the uptrend and look at this friday's candle that's three percent thursday's candle two percent wednesday one percent tuesday 10 percent gap up so this is amazing there is definitely high momentum in this stock it gaps up here and then bang 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 three white soldiers i think that's a candlestick pattern or three yeah three white soldiers i love this stock but i think it's already it's already leaving me behind so breakout confirmation and two days of uptrend i might be late to jump in let me check the other ones ADM admiral group okay the monthly trend is nice it goes up comes down and then uptrend i like that back to the daily so what do I see here I see an uptrend I see some consolidation here formula channel okay I like this one why because price consolidated into a channel between August and September and tests resistance pulls back bounces of support and gets back to resistance and it breaks out on Thursday, continuation on Friday. So I love this. This is just ready for me to buy into it. I like this. I like this. That's perfect. ADM. I'm going to buy ADM. ADM Admiral Group. This is my virtual account. It's not real money. So buy into ADM five, yeah, five hundred dollars. What's wrong with buying stocks that are going up? There's nothing wrong, especially if you buy those stocks just on breakout. Ocado has already breaking out. It has continued the uptrend train for two days. Admiral Group is just breaking out. Just breaking out. So this is a good one. Next one is Experian. E-X-P-N. Experian. So yes, this is... There is a period of consolidation here. Oh, Experian has broken out. Confirmed. It's just like Okado. Yeah, I think this one is leaving me behind. So I think for this week, I'll just stick with Admiral Group. So Admiral Group is my stock pick for the week. There's absolutely nothing wrong with buying stocks that are making new highs, stocks that are going up. So that's all for this week.